Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back into the Charm City Sports Podcast. And yes, the Baltimore Orioles have clinched a playoff berth here tonight as I'm recording this on Sunday, a couple hours after the final out was recorded, and the Orioles have clinched their first playoff berth since 2016. The job's not finished. The O's are still looking for their first AL East um, championship, uh, which would be since 2014, but tonight was, uh, today rather, was really huge to see this team finally make it um, back into the postseason. Uh, it's been a long road, and it's it's over now. Um, you know the the Orioles postseason drought um, stemmed back quite some time. They had the uh, the fourth longest playoff drought. They were well, I guess tied for third but you know the tigers angels pirates and royals all above them they have really um they've really done a solid uh solid job uh especially over the last couple years at really putting the i think the fan base through it um and i don't think any of that was was really something they wanted to do but they've done a really good job uh rebuilding this team um and they did a, a really, really good job, uh, as we've come to find out, getting the right guys in free agency um, and putting, you know, these these veteran guys on this team. that, that And they've all, you know, really come up big this year in different spots. So, you know, let's get into it. Let's get to talking about the Orioles series against the Tampa Bay Rays. This was, you know, a, a interesting series. Um... So I didn't do one off the O's most recent before the Rays um, most recent series against the Cardinals because I'm on a time limit here with Buzz Sprout. So I kind of figured I would just mesh it into two, depending upon how the O's did. So on this homestand, you know, typically when you have a you know a homestand that you have a losing record because the O's were three and four. I'm not exact. I wouldn't exactly come on here praising them. But obviously, since they've clinched a postseason berth, I'm going to be on here uh, praising the uh, the O's and and what a job um, they did. I mean, you, you know, you lose two out of three to the Cardinals. You know, the Rays are catching up on you, and then that first game, you know, Tampa Bay really jumped out um, after you. Um, it was really really tough to get to the uh to the Rays bullpen pitching Aaron Savali did a solid job for Tampa Bay and for the Orioles Kyle Bradish you know went seven strong and got some defensive help to say the least from Austin Hayes but unfortunately um 
the offense just couldn't come through there for them uh, down the stretch. And game one went to the Rays. Then game two was a real, real downer. Seven zip. Just Zach Eflin was damn near unhittable. Pitched a one-hitter. And then I think I speak for everyone in this Orioles fan base. Jack Flaherty cannot be out there on the mound. I mean, I I understand, you know, going to him a little bit, but, you know, up until now. But now that you've got John Means back and hopefully he's going to be good to go down the stretch for you, no, no more Jack Flaherty. He's got to, he's got to go. Got to go. Got to get out of that. Like I said um, a few episodes ago, thank goodness the Orioles don't have control over him um, for more than, one season because my god that that's how bad it really is there um but anyways third game eight nothing the orioles came out pissed you could tell tyler glass now who's you know been pretty solid this season that offense was insane i mean gunner henderson with you know a three rbi night adley rutschman with some offense Cedric Mullins, you know, um, just a solid job overall. And then Grayson Rodriguez. Are you kidding me, Grayson Rodriguez? Eight innings. He struggled in his last outing in Boston. Goes eight strong, seven Ks, 95 pitches, a five-hitter. I mean, just a whale of a job from that guy. I mean, great to see. And then today... um, 5-4 5-4 win, obviously, an extra. Cedric Mullins, man, I mean, boy, you know, wh- how cool was it to see him hit the sack fly, walk off to send them to the postseason? A guy that, you know, was really kind of someone that, um, aside from John Means and, unfortunately, Trey Mancini, uh, a guy that I think a lot of O's fans were really gravitating to. Really cool to see him come through there for them. Uh, in extras and you know it was a tough game I mean the it didn't start off the way you would have envisioned Dean Kramer you know only was able to go five innings for you and uh, Jorge Lopez I mean I've said it you know he's just not the same guy that you know was traded off to the uh, to the twins last year he's just not I mean I have no idea what they did, but they really messed them up, um, and that gave up the lead. It was three three one, and then Adley Rutschman gets you back into it three two, and then in the bottom of the ninth, Adam Frazier, like I said, getting the right guys. You know, Jorge Mateo scores tied up three three. Rays get one back off Cano. O's come right back in the bottom of the tenth. The scoreless frame for DL Hall, which was huge. And then Cedric Mullins wins it. Great baseball by Ryan O'Hearn to bunt, um, you know, the guy over. There are an extras, and that's all she wrote. Um, five four, and the O's are in the postseason. They are officially in the postseason. But like I said, lots of work to be done. You still want to win that AL East, win that, you know, for sure um, home field advantage there in the postseason i mean of course if you got the fourth seed you would still get 
um, home field advantage for the wild card, but to lock up, you know, home field advantage throughout the postseason, you obviously want to be able to outduel some teams um, in the American League. You know, going toe to toe with um, the Rays right now. Obviously, that's two teams that you know you have coming up, and and I think that's going to determine who gets that first round. Obviously, who gets that first round by, but those are the two of the top teams and you'll see you know a battle for maybe the number one seed as well um you know and you've got the houston astros coming up which is a huge series for both teams obviously both in the division fight both teams very much battling you know you want to see um obviously the o's pull through and and get that uh you know obviously if you're an o's fan get that division crown but um yeah i mean for the for the rays man it's it's going to be tough um tough for the o's the rays are going to be taking on the angels at home as uh that you know the angels no shohei otani not playing for much it's a three game series um i'd expect to see the rays win that series and at best sweep them and for the O's, it's a big matchup coming up against the Astros that I'm about to preview right now. So, three-game series with the O's against the Astros. It's going to be John Means' first game. Really looking forward to what you know he's going to have in store for a second game. Did a solid job that first outing. Just you know needed to fix a few things, and I think you know maybe some nerves wrapped in there. Hopefully, he'll be good to go. Um, for tomorrow night and then they'll be facing Justin Verlander um Justin Verlander you know uh versus the Orioles in his career you know he uh his career record um against the Orioles he's 10 and 6 with uh, as I'm looking here for his ERA, 154 and a third innings pitched and a 3.62 ERA. So you want to make work of Justin Verlander. Not crazy good numbers, but I mean it's still it's Justin Verlander, you know. Um, so you gotta gotta be be ready for that task at hand. Game two, Kyle Gibson on the mound for the O's. Gibson. Um, you know, I mean, I, what we've seen out of the last two starts, hopefully we continue to see that solid, uh, outings by Gibson. I mean, he's done such a solid job, um, you know, in the last two games, hopefully we continue to see that he did not face the Astros earlier in the year. So I'm going to be interested to really see how he does against them. Um, you know, versus the Astros in his career, uh, he's, as I'm trying to get the numbers here for Gibson, um, yeah, it doesn't look like, yeah, they're not showing me anything here, so, um, but Gibson, you know, hopefully we get to see him go out and just it's a familiar team i mean a lot of i'm sure familiar hitters from his days with the rangers um hopefully we get to see him go out and uh, really 
put something together. Put something together um, for, you know, for the O's. And, and you know, y- the pitching has to be on top right now because it's you're, you're into the heat of it. And then they'll be facing the young Hunter Brown as a 4-6-1 ERA, 11-11 win-loss record, someone that the Astros are really high on on for their future and a guy you're probably going to see a lot of, um, you know, coming up. And then Kyle Bradish, who hopefully can put, you know, behind him a uh, kind of a rough start there against Tampa Bay. Um, went seven strong innings, but still, I mean, you know, you want to see a, a more, a cleaner um British. Christian Javier for the Astros, nine and four with four seven four ERA. I really like the O's pitching heading into this series. I must say, um, aside from Justin Verlander, I like the way they stack up. Hopefully, they'll be able to uh, to put it together and and get something done here, retaining the American League East, you know, crown right now. I mean, when they went down the first two games, I thought, geez, this is uh, this isn't looking real good. But then they come back game three. I mean, this is a team. That's young. This is not a very old team. This is not a team of veteran players, guys that you will really see, you know, throughout, um, you know, throughout the throughout baseball. This isn't the Astros where if something kind of deters them, they come right back. This is a young team. They're they're showing a lot of really really good poise, uh, which is exciting to see. And especially at this time of the year, you're getting in to you know October every pitch mount every pitch counts and uh confidence levels you know in in younger teams I think are pretty low throughout the league but right now I mean I think everyone is pretty scary scared of this uh of this Orioles uh ball club so thanks everyone for tuning in um to this episode here you know you can't you can't get too high on them but really really uh driven at home that this Orioles team is something to be excited about and hopefully will be even more exciting um, these next three games. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time.